I could have preached about Christmas, but I thought today, Holy Innocence Day, was an important time in the church. And it's usually neglected because it comes on a weekday and nobody goes to church. So today, we commemorate events that are 180 degrees away from the festivities of Christmas. We've celebrated the archangel's promise of a Messiah, the travel of Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem, the birth of Jesus, the singing of the angels, the shepherds rejoicing. It is the opening act we feel of our salvation. Yet today, just a few days later, chaos strikes. We hear in today's readings the dreadful story of the killing of children, the holy innocents. King Herod learns that a competing king has been born in Bethlehem and he determines to do away with him before he can become any threat to his own power. We have no real idea what Herod thought of his possible rival or even if he understood what the prophecy might mean, but he wanted to take no chances. So he sent his soldiers to eliminate the competition. And it was obviously less complicated just to order the soldiers to kill every child they could find in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or younger. But Joseph is sent a warning dream not to return to his home in Nazareth, but to travel with Mary and the baby in the opposite direction, into Egypt. Matthew's gospel underscores the reason for this directive by citing the Jewish scriptures, which said that God would call a savior from Egypt. The massacre went on nevertheless, since Herod did not know this. And these children, sacrificed for the vanity of the leader, are largely unheralded, unheralded in this season. We are perhaps too preoccupied with the busyness of Christmas. The images are sometimes captured by painters, but the reality seems exaggerated for most modern people, too horrifying for contemplation, and too damaging to our sense of the rightness of things. But we cannot, in our time, fail to see the relationship between this story and what's happening in our own country at present. Children are being taken from their own parents and incarcerated, children as young as three or four, and they are given no reason, they have committed no crime except to awaken the fear of the king. It's important, perhaps, for today's church to pay more attention to this day in the church calendar. The long ago event, events cannot be ignored. If this seems too political, perhaps we should remember that many of the episodes in the Christian gospel are very political too. From this dictum to kill the children for fear of losing power to the current incarceration of young people at our border are both political reactions to a fear of power loss. And of course, Jesus' own death was a result of some political maneuvering. We pray today for the children of Bethlehem and for the children in our own country who in these days following the birth of Christ are alone and afraid imprisoned and damaged by fear and hatred. And we, as we remember the children of Bethlehem, the holy innocents, we should vow to protect all children who cannot protect themselves and who deserve the right to live without fear.
Let us pray. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, you have blessed us with the joy and care of children. Give us calm strength and patient wisdom as we assume our responsibility for them. May we teach them to love whatever is just and true and good following the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we cannot directly assist them, let us resolve to support the efforts of all those who shelter, feed, and love them and strive to reunite families. Amen. Amen.